Welcome to Blaze and Access, connecting the community to the disabled world. I'm Blaze Bryant, facebook.com slash blaze and shows, B-L-A-I-S-I-N shows, same with Twitter, and my website, blazeandshows.com. Hope all is well and that you've had a good week as we air part two of the Albany Mayoral Candidates Disability Forum. This time we have the Democratic challenger for mayor who starts off introducing herself including a visual description my name is valerie faust i'm an african-american my hair is brown and curly and shoulder length i am five feet four and i weigh about a hundred and pounds (laughs) so uh i just uh i'm happy to be here Uh, i'm a candidate for the uh being the mayor because, and, and I'm a preacher uh, by profession, has, have been so for many, many years, and I talk a lot. So I have my notes here so I can stay on point. So um, I uh, got into the mayor race because this is my third time. And uh, each time I got in, the first two times was just to make a statement, but each time was because I didn't like what was going on in the city. I didn't think it was being fair to everyone. I didn't think that they were doing all that they could do to include the community in decisions. And I didn't think that they were forward thinking. I didn't think that they were, uh, had any more in them to help us to rise, this city to rise. And so I thought about uh, getting in this time, the third time on a very serious note and it because things has gotten worse and talking about disability uh when i ran uh uh, eight years ago or so that was a big problem because as an advocate in the city of albany i have marched with with the community the disability community and held up signs over the years early years be uh, asking for more sidewalks asking for transportation to be more accessible. So now I'm here 10 years, eight to 10 years later, and we still have the same problem. So I'm hoping that as mayor of Albany, uh, that I will be able to make some changes that I believe we all know we need now. We are in in dire straits, the city. Uh, We are sad, we are not uh, happy about the way things are going, and we need a change. And that's my slogan, time for change. And um, I'm a mother of four. I just became a recent widow. My husband passed from um, lung cancer, stage four lung cancer last year. I lost my daughter last month to open heart surgery. That didn't go well. And my mother passed away a couple of days ago. And so uh, some people thought that they should be feeling sorry for me, but as a minister and as a advocate who has lived to tell people they can make it through their hardships and that uh, never to give up and hold on and and share and be around people who love you, who support you and and never stop, uh, take a rest, but don't stop and, and go forward. So I think that's indicative of being a tough person a responsible person um, and uh, empathetic person in my life that I want to want to pass that on through my candidacy. 
candidacy and uh, should God bless me to be the mayor and people vote for me, I want to bring that attitude to City Hall. Well, thank you so much for, for being with us today, especially with everything that, um, that's been going on. So one of the questions from the chat says, the New York State Legislature has tried over the past three to four years to adopt a visit, visitability tax credit, which was vetoed by Governor Cuomo. This would have provided homeowners and landlords up to $2,700 about in tax credit to make their homes more accessible. If mayor, um, if mayor, would you be in support of such legislation in the city of Albany? Without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, you know, the disability community is really not respected uh, by people. Um, many of, of you have become invisible to the average person, you know. I've seen people come through and, and walk past and almost push a wheelchair out of the way to get to, to get through. So uh, yes, um, excuse me, someone just came in and distracted me. Can you uh, go over the, the back end of that? Is it how it was? Yeah, so it seems like um, the Just the end part of it, yeah. Yeah, so it says um, a tax credit of up to about $2,700 would be given to homeowners and landlord or landlords to make their homes more accessible. And if mayor, would you be in support of such legislation in the city of Albany? Yeah, with, without a doubt. And, and, and not just that, other legislation that uh, people who are uh, builders and contractors who are building new property that there should be some laws in place. Common Council should be making some uh, laws that will say you have to keep disability uh, uh, needs in your building, in, in your, uh, you know, code enforcement. Yes, you have to have this because this apartment can be looked at by someone who, who is disabled, the home. So yes, um, but one of the things that I really think is, is, is necessary to do because your community and many other communities, uh, gay community and, and whatever that people don't think is, is, is the average or, or the norm is not treated right. So one of the things I wanna do, and, and it covers homes, it covers everything that people have mentioned about uh, uh, getting the broken sound at, at the, corner at the lamppost, uh, getting sidewalks that work, snow removal, and all of that will be dealt with because I would want to put Helen or Shamika or one of you in the office because this problem is so huge. No mayor or no one person can really deal with it, but to deal with it uh, and, to, and the various say nuances of what you need and what the issues are, I would need you and you are, are, are someone who represents you right there in the office so that we can work on these things. And um, my three things is this, equity, diversity, and inclusion. And you know, and I know, in my congregation, I had two uh, young ladies, both were in wheelchairs, twins, um, 
my mother is, was in a wheelchair before she passed. And so I've seen up front how uh, um, dis disabled people are disrespected. I see how when they had doctor's appointments, they uh, were mistreated by transportation. Uh, they were not coming to pick them up on time, not waiting to uh, their doctor's appointment or the appointments were over to give them an uh, adequate time to come back and pick them up. So yes, for housing, uh, um, for every, on your list, I read your list and for uh, uh, getting into a store with a step, what are we gonna do about that? Uh, are we gonna have legislation that said, listen, we will help you store owner, uh, business, restaurant owner, to get make it easier for handicapped people to get in and out of your place. And so, yes, um, I'm, go, I'm, I'm covering a lot right now uh, because I've read your list. And, and so if I leave anything out, you guys can uh, um, help me. So yeah, I wanna fight for you. I have fought for you in the past, uh, uh, marching and, and doing what I need to do to lift my voice to say enough is enough. And we are people too. So diversity, all different people all from all walks of life being included in anything and everything that goes on in the city and to make it easily available for them to participate. When you're talking about um, uh, being equitable, that why can't handicapped people be equal? So it's a lot of thinking that we have to change in the minds of people, but it happens like this. It happens like advocate like Shamika, like Shamika and, and Helen and a leadership that will listen and a leadership that cares and a leadership that says, um, I care about you. Yeah, what's the problem? Let's get this done. What is my budget looking like? Because right now our budget it, to me is spent frivolously on things that don't benefit a whole lot of people. And so um, I will do whatever I can as mayor to work closely with your community to get the things done that you need done so that you can feel like you're included, that you can feel like uh, in the, uh, you're among the diverse people and, and situations that are going on in our community, that you will also feel respected and that you will feel helped. Thank you so much. I'm going to go to one of the questions in the chat. And if anyone um, from the audience has a question they want to ask live, um, feel free to raise your hand. Or um, after the next answer, I will ask people to unmute themselves. So it says, people with disabilities have continued to grow as a share of the electorate. How have you reached out to the disabled? How have you reached out to the disability community? And how have your experiences during the pandemic changed your policies on disabilities? How well it or how did it? How well it? Yeah, it says, how have your experiences during the pandemic changed your policies or views on um, disabilities? Well, you know, the pandemic changed all of our lives. And um, so as, as a person who, is a reverend and have helped people and have been an advocate for many years. 
my heart goes out to uh, the disabled community because it, it just was so bad for all of us. It changed our lives. It changed the way we, the way we uh, share. You know, it changed the way we played, the way we, the way we uh, go out, and the way we were with each other, the way we worship. It changed a lot of things. And so, uh, yes, yes, we. My mind, my heart was very sensitive towards the extra trouble that many disabled people had. And remember, I have uh, people in my uh, life that was suffering, uh, getting food. They couldn't get out there to get to all those food places uh, um, that they were giving out food. And, and a lot of handicapped people couldn't get there. Some people called me, said, would you, would you pick it up for me and bring it to my house? And, and, um, and no one made it easier for, for that to happen that I know of. And, and then the other thing was a lot of um, handicapped people that were around me and those who weren't, but that I heard stories about uh, were sick. Some of them didn't have COVID, but they had gotten sick um, during the pandemic and didn't have anyone to really be there for them to get them to the hospital, to get them to, uh, where they needed to go to get their health together. So yeah, I would be able to, I would want to make sure that in any crisis that all people are able to get the help that they need, the assistance that they need. And as mayor, uh, uh, I'm, I will take, I, I'm, I'm, what, what you see is who I am. I'm not a phony, I'm transparent. I, I believe in and people are taking, being accountable for the actions. And so as mayor, uh, seeing these things firsthand, I would still want Shamika or Helen in there to, and this is for real too, to uh, um, keep some of these things from happening. Because as sure as we live, there will be other crises that come and, and that will affect all of us, but mainly uh, greatly affect those who are disabled. Uh, even even when there aren't crises, the uh, your community suffer in many ways, like the things that we are talking about, simple things that can be fixed that the administration don't seem to care about fixing for you. Um, so, yes, my answer is yes to that, and I would do all I could to to alleviate uh, 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 the issue and to make sure that, as uh, the word that. Um, Alicia used the livability, increase the livability, the quality of life for not only you guys, but mainly, primarily for you guys, because uh, uh, you're on the top of the list. You're on the top of the list. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to give um, people the opportunity. I think we've got time for about one more question. If anyone um, in our audience has a question, please feel free to unmute yourself. And if not, I know someone who, who does have a question. I can ask him personally to unmute. Go through the list. Okay. Um, I'll invite Zach to unmute and ask his question live. Hi. Um, Hi, Zach. Good to see you. Um, so yeah, my other question was a follow-up to the question about uh, homeowners and landlords and the tax credits to make their homes accessibility or accessible. Speaking of uh, housing, um, landlords consent 
can, can set the rent requirement as high or as low as they want. An example of this would be if the income or if the rent is $1,500 a month, the person applying for that apartment has to make 40 to 50 times the rent to get accepted. Um, a lot of people have not even low income jobs, but jobs that are below the threshold that landlords are looking for. You would have to make fifty-five dollars to $65,000 a year to qualify for an apartment with a rent of fifteen dollars to $1,600 a month. Um, you support the idea of setting a standard income requirement so that it doesn't discriminate against the bottom line or people making below that threshold. Well, you know, that should have been done already. You shouldn't even need to ask that question. Uh, Albany has handicapped people who are citizens here. And uh, we hear them talking about um, others. I'm complaining. Others are complaining, but they're not really doing anything for any of us to really get affordable, decent, safe apartments. And so what we have to do is get together. And again, the Common Council has to get, get on the ball and um, because I'm sure they, got, they have a lot of constituents in their wards who are handicapped and, and make legislation, we could change things. A lot of these things are so easy to change, to make new rules, to make come up with new uh, requirements, to make uh, uh, housing accessible uh, to uh, all of us actually, but mainly to those who have extra issues to have decent housing. And so I think uh, above all, yes, because homelessness is at its highest rate here in Albany. And a lot of people are homeless because they can't afford to be in homes and, uh, or to have a decent apartment. Um, a lot of them are living in assisted living places when they really are capable of having their own place, but they can't afford it. So yes, we need to do something about that. And I think that's doable. I think that um, uh, um, just like the present administration can give um, uh, uh, millions of dollars and in, in incentives to rich builders to build these big old buildings and whatnot. I think that each one of these uh, apartment buildings that are coming up, it should be mandatory that they have X amount of apartments in that building for handicapped people at affordable rates. And that can be done. And so uh, that's where I'm at on it. And you know, don't get me on my preaching stump because <laughs> these things upset me. You know that that uh, we are treated differently. That that there is a little respect for the handicap and and how people still think it's funny. Um, my, the people that were in my church, people laughed at them and 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 smirked and whatnot. So so. The community is not only going through practical needs like being able to get around the city, being able to have a decent, affordable, handicap accessible living quarters, uh, um, being able to cross the street safely, being able to get out of your house during snow time. Why can't we prioritize uh, um, doing snow removal in the handicapped community? Why can't we do that? That's something that's easy to do. And so, yeah, um, I'm, I would fight for you 
as I would fight for every citizen here. Uh, uh, um, I, I don't, I hate using the term, but many of us are the underdog. We need, we need change and we need someone in city hall who sees that and who want to, I call, I, I say this, uh, if I become mayor, city hall is gonna be called uh, co the community city hall because the door is gonna be open and a, a system is gonna be set up where people's concerns are going to be answered. There will be a diversity of people that I'll have around me uh, um, from different communities uh, uh, to who knows what's going on in the community. Keep me abreast of it, sit down with me and say, what can we do about this? How soon can we get this done? Yeah, yeah, I'm a fighter and I don't like people anybody uh, uh, having a foot put on them and being overlooked. And as I said in my three words, uh, not a part of equity, not a part of diversity, not a part of inclusion, it's gotta stop. And that's the type of city hall I want to run. And yes, Zachary, I would be in there punching out <laughs> to get uh, things done for uh, the disabled community, whatever I can do. Thank Maybe you what you guys uh, uh, inform me about, we discuss and we make a plan and make it happen. Thank you so much, Valerie. I really appreciate, I really appreciate you being here today. Um, and to be respectful of everyone's time, I'm gonna have to ask you to stop there. So thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And from my heart to yours, we need a change. Thank you. And bye bye. I know that I started this session by saying, despite multiple um, outreaches and attempts to accommodate incumbent mayor Kathy Sheehan um, would not be joining us. I did, um, while we were having our um, forum today, I did receive an email from her office and she provided a statement. So I'm going to read the statement that was provided from um, Mayor Sheehan. It says here, the city of Albany is dedicated to ensuring that it is a community that upholds human rights and is equitable and inclusive to all of its residents and visitors alike. This includes people with disabilities, seen or unseen, recent or lifelong, regardless of race, ethnicity, gender, or creed. As such, we are committed to examining how the city can continue to support people with disabilities, amplify their voices and experiences, and make Albany a city that is accessible to all. The city of Albany is a city with over 400 years of history. And with that comes historic infrastructure, making modern solutions to accessibility a challenge. However, we are committed to confronting these challenges. The city's chief diversity officer has met with disability rights in the past to discuss opportunities for partnership. And I look forward to continuing these conversations and conversations and working together. Most recently, in fall of 2020, I conducted an assessment of the city's Americans with Disabilities Act program, reviewing the city's current practices, the ADA's regulation and best practices recommendations, and identifying areas for improvement. We are reviewing our ADA transition plan for updates and modern solutions to ensuring that our streets, playgrounds, places, to recreate in buildings are not only accessible, but also inclusive. In winter 2020-2021, 
the city of Albany also unveiled a pilot program designed to proactively remove snow from ADA-compliant access ramps at intersections and the sidewalks in the immediate vicinity to help ensure the safe travel for all of our residents, especially after snow and ice events that are common in the Northeast. I'm also committed to upholding disability rights within the city's workforce, ensuring that we have a robust, reasonable accommodation process, providing disability awareness in our training, and advocating for workplaces that are respectful and free of harassment or discrimination towards our employees, constituents, and guests with disabilities. Albany mayoral candidate Valerie Faust at the end and... In between, you've heard Helen Helmuth from Disability Rights New York not only moderate the debate, she also read off a statement from the current Albany mayor, Kathy Sheehan. Some thoughts as I listened to the debate. And the reason why I wanted to bring you this is because these issues apply in much of the country and maybe even in parts of the world, depending on where you're listening. So... I thought it was very interesting. Both candidates seemed to be very engaged. They all seemed to really understand the issues. Now, in terms of Mayor Kathy Sheehan, the current mayor not being there, I think that says a couple of things. Number one, it says, or at least it raises the question as to whether she cares. Because while I understand that, there's a, there is a lot going on in the city. And at the time of the mayoral debate, the city of Albany was dealing with a rash of gun violence. And while I understand she was handling all that, the simple reality is you can't spend an hour of your time with the disabled community to find out what their pain points are. That really is a bad look in my opinion. And something that we, as people with disabilities, need to hold our elected officials accountable on. Because the simple reality is, no one is going to do that work for us. Whether it's here in Albany, or wherever you are listening, remember that. Because I want to empower you through this show to be the best advocate that you can. And the best way to do that is to give you knowledge because, as we all know, knowledge is power. We have a lot more coming up on the show here in the coming weeks. Received some very interesting suggestions, ranging from adaptive sports to dating while disabled. All that and much more here in the coming weeks on Blaze and Access. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on social media, facebook.com slash shows, B-L-A-I-S-I-N shows, same way Twitter. Of course, through my website, blazinshows.com, B-L-A-I-S-I-N shows.com, or send me an email. I check my own email, everything through the show, you hear directly from me, Blazin Shows. It's B L A I S I N Shows at gmail.com. That's all the time we have. Thanks for listening to Blazin Access, connecting the community to the disabled world. 
What do you think? Let me know at facebook.com slash shows. That's B-L-A-I-S-I-N shows. On Twitter at shows, Or email me at shows at gmail.com. You can subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and at my website, blazinshows.com. To quote the late Christopher Reeve, a hero is an ordinary individual who finds the strength to persevere and endure in spite of overwhelming obstacles. Take care of yourself, and we'll talk again next week. On Blazin' Access, I'm Blaze Bryant.